Welcome to the Conscious Living Show with your host, Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce, and her husband, Dr. Mark Pierce. The health of your sex life reflects the health of other aspects of your life. While this may not be the only factor, it certainly contributes to the degree you'll enjoy a well rounded, healthy, happy, sexy life. Now, here is Dr. Nancy and Dr. Mark. Well, good morning. You're listening to the Conscious Living Sexuality Show here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. We are also live. So for people that like to listen to the podcast and periodically want to see us in action, they can join my uh, Facebook at Nan Pierce or they can pop into my Instagram at Exotic Lifestyle Events. Good morning, babe. Good morning, dear. It is fun to see your facial expressions every now and then. Is it? We'll see see what we can come up with today. Get a, get a, those emotions going for you. Well, yeah, I've got them. I've got them right here on the surface most of the time. I know. So you felt good about your exotic lifestyle retreat. Yeah, it was the best one ever. Best one ever. Mm -hmm. So it gets better every year. It does. That's nice. I always come. I always come back a little bit surprised how much. I learned, you know, I've been to Hito, this is like 30, I don't know, six, seven, eight times, something like that. No addiction problem there. No, <laughs> the only treatment is that you have to go back often. That That's how you treat it. I was, I was going to talk about that. Were yes. you okay? Yeah, no, because I think that when you have an experience like you've experienced, well, let's go back to your first time in Jamaica when we, when we first went over to. In 2005? In 2005. What mm-hmm. was your take home from that experience? I have been reawakened. <laughs> that was kind of the, the take-home message. And it's been a wild ride ever since. Yeah. Uh, and and I think that when you had that, um, I think you said, I'm alive, I've reawakened. I've been reawakened. Those are and, my words. And I think now um, your exotic lifestyle retreat is about sharing that experience with other people. It is. And, and I mean, my, my, my drive has been for other women to know, because I think men are much more likely to go to hedonism without really thinking too much about it than what women are a little bit more afraid. I was took me 10 years. I wasted 10 years of my life, not being afraid to go. And, but at that time I had nobody like me to talk to about it, you know, to ask, well, what is it really like for a woman? And, well, and are you safe? And are there just creepy dudes groping you all the time? Well, I, it's safe to say that it was life-changing for you. Everything. And, There's and, no, nothing and, that's the same. And creating this retreat, I mean, you just give and give and give and give <laughs> in such a loving way. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, so exotic lifestyle retreat, but you have another way that you like to think about it. Uh, what what else does the ELR mean for you? Oh, the E uh, stands for empowerment. Oh my gosh! So I know. Who are we empowering? People. People. Humans. All right. Mostly women. Men. Men by nature uh, are enculturated to be empowered. Um, women are not and so I'm trying to even the playing field a little bit so this is a chance for men to experience women that are empowered yeah and support them I think you know I think the guys that come to this get so much out of it because one I think there's a lot of pressure taken off of men who who feel like they're all they always have to be the one in charge they have to be the one in making initiating they have to be kind of the driving force and they, they, this gives them a chance to kind of sit back and 
have women actually give ask them and and learn how to initiate and also learn how to own their enthusiastic yeses. What exactly do you mean by driving force? Driving force? (laughs) Well, (laughs) it depends on what you're driving, (laughs) what kind of engine you got. (laughs) So ELR, so... So empowerment, uh, you really empowerment. really believe in that, and, yes. and uh, the the more the more equality, the more empowering you feel, the the more you can express yourself. Yes. Now, there's an L in that. Love. Love. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's you all about Pick that, that up from your yoga. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the world is the world is so challenging. Um, life is challenging, and it's so easy for people to uh, resort to anger or hate or violence or nastiness. And when when you can step into love, it, it's like all that melts away, and it's a great equalizer. I find that in these retreats, when we really come from a place of the heart, you know, when I step in foot into this retreat, I am my heart is like burst open. And, and so everything I do comes from there. And when that happens, people, people feel it, they know it, they, they get it. And then they start to open up their heart center too. So one of the gifts that you take home from, from these trips are lifelong friendships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we talked about that all week because, I mean, and you can feel that, I mean, in, within the first 24 hours, we, the group bonds. I mean, it's a very gelled group, and that's why it's, it's, I think it's important for people to come at the very beginning of the, the week, if, if at all possible, not to try to come midweek because you miss that. You miss that. We only have seven days together. That's a, that's a very short period of time in a life. And let me tell you what we accomplish in that seven days as a group and as all these interpersonal relationships, they, they are, there are for, bonds formed that will last forever. Yeah. Do you worry about people that don't make it back on the trip? They that don't. We, they were there last year and then couldn't make it this year? I do. <laughs> I do, and we we check in with them, and usually they're not they don't come back because of like it's a, there's a wedding or a, there was a, some important oh, yeah. reason. But yeah, we check in with them. Well, that's one of the problems that you have once you go to one of your retreats, right? It's addictive. Yeah, there's no other vacation that you would no, have. I I do. I tell people that hedonism should come with a warning that uh, it's going to ruin you for any other vacation you ever want to take. Yeah, yeah. Are you ruined? Huh. Going again next year? Mm-hmm. Already I'm signed. going again in January. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And then February. And then, then June. Oh, well, <laughs> there's no cure for this. So, um, you know, no. hang on to your... Just, just periodic treatment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So, <laughs> so ELR, so let's move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the R, what do you, what do you, what's that mean? Reawaken. Reawaken, and you know, we're we're all we're all products of our environment, and you know, you think about media and social media and advertising media, uh, cultural influences, family influences, church influences. I feel your hand there, um, and what happens is people. <laughs> people you're distracting me. <laughs> I won't be able to talk. Um, 
people lose lose themselves. They lose who they really are and why they're here. They lose that that authenticity to know uh, what their own boundaries are. They're they're living based on somebody else's boundaries. They've never even questioned the rules. You know, like you don't do this or you should do that or you you know you're a slut if you want to have sex or you're a prude if you don't want to get naked. All these labels that we kind of start putting on ourselves and owning without really even contemplating whether that still fits. You know, is that does that is that who I want to be? So the reawaken is about opening, cracking that open and looking inside and seeing, oh, who's this right now? Okay. That right there. That's right there. <laughs> so it takes some work. Yeah. I mean, you just don't work. naturally reawaken. No. We, there's a process of reawakening that I, that I guide people through. And, and that's what I was alluding to when I said, you know, you went to Jamaica initially and you had such a great time and you did that little whatever you do. <laughs> and uh, that was a moment for me. <laughs> did it scare you? Yeah. Did. Why did it scare you? Because I didn't know what was next. Oh well, that's. You, do you ever? Um, yeah, I guide you now. You oh. don't realize it. But, uh, you you are my muse. Um, we we help each other along. So. Yeah. But but no, I thought it was uh, it was uh, definitely had a major impact on you, and it was mm-hmm. neat that you put together this program to share it with others, really. And, I mean, and I don't know how, whether that was an intention or just your natural course, but uh, because yeah. all these things kind of came together at the same time. Right. Well, and I think, you know, when you, when you're, um, when you find something that, that is so inspirational and so mind opening and heart opening and fun you want other people to have what you're having because it's so cool. You know, you you don't want to you don't want to miss you don't want people to miss out. And I I certainly don't don't think that everybody you know is maybe geared up for what hedonism offers because it does require some work probably before you get there. But if you if you go with a group that really um, embodies your some of your philosophies and at least creates a safe place for you to explore yourself then oh my gosh you know there's just no limit to what you can enjoy well there's a lot of self-help classes out there for people to learn how to re-engage themselves Uh, you can go to a seminar and sit in a big audience or you can go to jamaica and and uh, it's it's a party but it's uh it's also uh a learning experience. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, and that's what we try to balance. You know, I think that's that this year, you know, we've we've been playing with this this event that I've been doing for about five years. I've been doing other events for thirteen, but this one for five. And so each year we fine tune it. And I have, I have the best team in the world. I mean, honest to God, these people uh, are my family, and I absolutely dearly love them i trust them they they really they 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 created an environment for me this year that was really um it was new because they took they took charge and just said you don't have to do everything you've done it all year you figured this out well we just we got it go have fun go go play go go enjoy go i mean they were they were so kind and loving and it it really gave me a sense of kind of getting back um some of what i've been giving 
Yeah, I'm going to talk to Cameo and see exactly what he did. Yeah. I, I, need, I need some of that information. Do you? Had to control me? Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. I got this. Oh, honey, you know I do trust you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Just teasing. You're making. Yep. So you've handpicked this team. People that didn't yeah. work out, you fire them, right? Oh, yeah. Fire them. <laughs> well... <laughs> Yeah, because I can't have distractions. <laughs> I can't. I can't be distracted by people's drama. <laughs> I mean, it seems like every year there's one, you know, that kind of pull, pulls now, pulls, is there a pulls common, away. Common denominator to this? They're men. <laughs> Usually, no, I've had some women too. <laughs> I have fired a few women. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I mean, because some, you know, people. We and I teach it. The first class I teach is called Hito Life 101, and that really I try to set the tone for the week in that class. Yeah, and yes. and, uh, and one of the things is this is a no drama zone. Yes, shit's going to come up for you. You know, it, it it does tap into every aspect of who we are, but how you deal with that now that's that's a different story. So ELR again is exotic lifestyle Lifestyle retreat retreats and. Empower, love, and reawaken. So if you want some of that, you've got to take some time and look at your schedule and plan to come with Nancy next year. And I'll, I'll read the some of the uh, comments coming through, at least on my Facebook uh, page. We're going to take a little break when we come back after a couple of minutes of listening to, to our fabulous sponsors that keep this show alive and kicking. You can be a sponsor, too. Just reach out to us at Dr. Nancy at DRNSP. We'll be right back. Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce offers a private practice in clinical sexology, relationship coaching, and is a health, intimacy, and communications specialist. Dr. Nancy is the CEO of ELR. Empower, love, and reawaken. Dr. Nancy passionately designs and facilitates global seminars and retreats for women and those who adore them. She focuses on women's health, teaching them about their body, right to pleasure, positive body image, and loving acceptance. Connect with Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce at drnsp.com. That's drnsp.com. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. Discover, explore, and celebrate your sexy right here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. You are listening to The Conscious Living Show. 
To reach the doctors or their guest on the live show, feel free to call in to 1-866-613-1612 or send an email to Dr. Nancy at drnsp.com. Now, back to The Conscious Living Show. Welcome back. You're listening to The Conscious Living Sexuality Show. So, so people really enjoyed the trip. You got a lot of positive feedback. So far, so good, yeah. So what were some people saying their experience was like? Um, Refreshing atmosphere, which I would love, I'd like to hear more about that. And then then it allowed people to be open to gain knowledge. Yeah. So they came home a little bit smarter. Yeah, I think uh, understanding themselves a little bit better and and maybe, you know, we all want to kind of know why we do what we do, why we feel what we feel all that kind of thing. And so when people take the time out of their busy lives to kind of hit the pause button and we sit in a circle and we share and we hear and we support, they start to hear that some of the concerns that they have, the, the, the maybe some traumas or maybe some challenges, that they're not alone in that. Well, it's, it's difficult to reawaken. You know, you have to face your fears a little bit. Uh-huh. But you also have to do the work. Right. And and be willing to make some changes. Right. And and so I, I think you help people along that way. Um, and, and I think it really has uh, started to have a big impact on people. So you've had a lot of positive feedback about uh, the group. A lot of positive feedback. Yeah. Now, now, there is a rumor that after you've been to your uh, retreat that when you come home, you have to go through a rehab course. It's a re-entry. What, what, is, what, is, what does the rehab course <laughs> entail? Well, one is that you, you can't really go outside naked. So you have to remember where you're at. You gotta put your clothes on. You can't. You can't just fondle and kiss and canoodle each other wherever you want. You have to remember that you're not a. You know the the phrase is, we're not a hedo, and we actually had that happen because we went on two excursions, and we went to the Pelican Bar and then we went to Rick's Cafe, and we had. Of course, we were very bad at the Pelican Bar. We were naughty. The boat guy comes by and because we were all out in the water. And the boat guy comes by and he goes, you don't have to wear clothes in the water. Now, mind you, this is a public bar out in the middle of the ocean. And there were families out there, not little kids, but teenagers. And so soon as, like within a split second of him saying, you don't have to have clothes on out here. Maybe I was included in this. Bathing suits were off and everybody was naked and we were taking photos and it was just, it's crazy. So that's a little bit, so when you do that, when you get naked, it's, mm-hmm. it's a little bit of a metaphor. You have to kind of strip away, yeah, yeah strip away all of these uh, rules and, and things that have uh, um, guided you in the past and mm-hmm. be confident that you can recreate those rules right and that you're going to be okay right because you know not everybody chose to get naked not everybody chose to take everything off it was it was it was a freedom to decide for yourself at that given moment what you're comfortable with without any pressure so that's I think that's the when we talk about stripping away freedom it might that's my whole nearly naked yoga channel is kind of about that it's about stripping away stripping away the the, the 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 boundaries that you don't really believe in 
You know, it's like, what, what do you mean I can't be naked? I'm not ashamed of my body. I'm not, I don't have a perfect body. But so what? Who does? And if they do, they've been airbrushed or redone, remodeled. And, uh, you know, and who cares anyway? It's just a body. It's a meat suit. I, I, I blew my class away, the, my group away when I was talking about, this is just a meat suit. <laughs> I don't think people had heard that before. So if people people do their rehab, um, yeah. now, w- one of the rumors that I hear is, is that the most important part of rehab is to sign up for next year. Right. <laughs> it helps a lot. Because you have something to look forward to. Yeah. And then you, you know stay, why you're working. <laughs> you know why you're working. You can stay focused and... And and also you stay in contact with the group a little yeah. bit more, knowing that you're going to uh, be back for for another dose it, uh, next year. It feels like a reunion, you know. It's like a reunion every year, and, and I think that's how these groups really gel. And and, and we have a Facebook group, a private, a, a closed Facebook group for exotic lifestyle events. And then for the people that have signed up for the trip, we have a secret Facebook group just for those people so that we can really start to get to know each other before we even arrive. So but by the time you meet, you're friends. So people that were there are still in that secret group. Right. And people that sign up are immediately added to that group. Exactly. Right. right. So how are, how are friends different that you make at uh, your event, we were we were having a lot of conversations about this because I mean, we all have friends. We have friends right. uh, where we live and uh, and grow up, and we have friends, past friends. We're going to make new friends. But how about these exotic lifestyle retreat friends? Well, my two of my friends, Kisha and um, Linda, who've been traveling with me for many many years. Kisha and I met in 2010. Linda and I met probably in 2006. And these are people that. Um, I have no qualms about saying anything to, revealing everything to. I know they will never judge me. You have a coffee cup. I do, and they're on it. (laughs) So if you see my coffee cup, that's Nan, Linda, and Kisha. What does it say on that cup? It says, you will always be my friend, my best friend. You know too much. (laughs) And it's so true. So, so when you have a friend that you can really have confidence that they will, that you trust them, I'm they got you. The words. They got, they got your back. You know, they got, they got your my undercarriage. They'll, they'll check for your string. <laughs> I mean, stuff like that. And, and I know that as a guy, and, and you know, girls have periods. So let's just get over that right now. But when women go to Jamaica, go to Hito, and they're, you're in a naked place, one of the first questions that I get from women is, what if I'm on my period? What do I do? You know, and so we say, you just tuck your string inside. You know, you just tuck it up in there. And so the girls, when you have a really tight girlfriend, you're getting out of the pool, you go, string watch. <laughs> So they're, they're checking to make sure your string hasn't so it's come a real, out. So it's a real breakthrough when a guy does that. It, that's awesome. If guys, I would be, that would be great, you know. I mean, I think men need to get over the fact. We, we're, we're so squeamish about that, that such a natural act that women do every month for so many years. It's like, get over it. That's just part of our process. And I think that's the other thing Hito does is it it helps you get over your fear of erections, your fear of not erections, your fear of stretch marks, your fear of saggy boobs or, you know, different size penises or all those things. You just realize we're just all people. And and so these friends are, are people that you can trust your most precious thoughts with. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, they they're they they they're there for you, and we laugh our asses off. I mean, we laugh we 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 laugh to tears with each other. So that kind of a thing is is really uh, refreshing, you know to to be a part of a tribe. I mean, it really does start, it starts to feel like a tribe very, very soon. We've, we've talked about how uh, civilizations form and how mm-hmm. um, these these things bond together. And there is a fear that if there's no rules or laws that, that people will just totally misbehave and be, you know, bad. I, and, and that doesn't happen. No, doesn't happen. People very quickly develop their new set of rules that are, good guides for yeah. good behavior and perhaps even more fun and free-spirited uh, experiences. And that, I mean, that's, I think that's the kind of the, the awakening part is that this society, this new society forms every week and there's, there's no violence. There's, there's very little, um, uh, discord um if if a person comes and misbehaves they 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 try to uh, assault somebody or they're they're inappropriate you don't need police there the the group steps in they swoop in and they make an adjustment they correct them quick. well the nice thing is that there's not a lot of incentive to be to be bad or honry. That's as long, true. As long as you everybody's it. everybody's got enough food and drinks. <laughs> right, right, right. I don't think I don't think that that happens very often, but on occasion. Yeah. You know, but, but I didn't I have it, to hurt anybody this time. No, there you go. There you go. It uh, it does free you up. Uh, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. So so you're there and you feel the freedom to to be naked. So you can be an exhibitionist, but you also can be a voyeur. Right. right. Well, you can't be an exhibitionist without voyeurs. So when you see a, a nice looking man, do you prefer to see him with? interaction or without one i don't know that i think about that i because i don't usually that's not my focal point <laughs> depends on what i want to do with it <laughs> it's not your focal point huh? <laughs> no okay, no just checking no i i that was a trick question <laughs> i'm much i'm more much more interested in a person's smile and eyes and body well, language guys have been saying that for a long time what that smiles are important. For whom? For them. They oh. want to see a, a girl with a nice smile. Yeah, well, which part of the body do they want smiling? <laughs> no, well, we, but I think I think men they feel the same way. I but think it's okay it's, to it's be really, a voyeur, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, but you don't want to be a gawker. There's oh. a difference between a voyeur and a gawker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you don't want to, you know, like if, if like, you know, I mean, it's a frisky place. So sometimes people will, will get a little, a little frolicky. And so you don't want to just go up and stand over them and get your nose right in there and stare at them. Um, a couple of people had that happen this, this week where somebody came up and put something right in their face, you know, without asking and they had to be quickly schooled that that's non-consensual, that's intrusive, um, back the hell off. <laughs> yeah, well, I was talking more about being you being a voyeur rather than an exhibitionist, but there are a little bit of both. Yeah, you think, you think I'm more a voyeur or an exhibitionist? Uh, I don't know. Depends on which time of day it is. <laughs> I wasn't there. No, oh, because you got fired. <laughs> I got fired. <laughs> yeah, that's another show. <laughs> All right. So. so what? So what would be when people go home? Uh-huh. What What would be the take home messages that you hope people get from from their experience? Um, I mean, obviously, you don't know what they took home. But no. What, what would you, you be hoping for? 
Well, I, I would be hoping that they would see themselves in a new light, uh, that they would see that that they're that they are enough just as they are, that they don't have to fix anything, change anything, be anything different to deserve love and respect, and that their yeses and nos have equal value and and that they're you know that they they have a birthright to enjoy life uh, to the fullest burn that body up burn it up yeah we're not we are burning daylight damn it <laughs> consent so, to the tea yes <laughs> so you get to go there and have all this fun and learn mm-hmm. and come home perhaps with a whole different view of your life yeah i hope so yeah i mean i think i, I don't know how you could go to hito and not come home with a little different different shift we make shift happen mm-hmm. yeah so one of the things we're going to be talking about in the next segment is rewriting your story. Right. So a lot of people come home and, and rewrite their stories. That was my task this year to, to empower people to do that. Yeah. All right. So we want to talk about rewriting why? your story. Yeah, why would why, you do why that? Why would you take time to do that? Mm-hmm. And we've already hinted at the first step. The first step is you've got to clear the slate. You've got to get rid of all of the old rules that you've been told and instead create your own a rule book and feel safe doing that knowing that you're a good person and it will be a good rule book yeah yeah good yeah. all right well we're going to take a little break when we come back more conscious living sexuality and just remember that this is on the sexy lifestyle network you can listen to the podcast you can download all of them take them with you put them in your phone whatever and it's you can find this on numerous outlets um, and if you want to sponsor the show, if you think you and I have something in common, you want to be a sponsor or a collaborator, please email me at drnancy at drnsp.com. We'll be right back. Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce offers a private practice in clinical sexology, relationship coaching, and is a health, intimacy, and communication specialist. Dr. Nancy is the CEO of ELR. Empower, love, and reawaken. Dr. Nancy passionately designs and facilitates global seminars and retreats for women and those who adore them. She focuses on women's health, teaching them about their body, right to pleasure, positive body image, and loving acceptance. Connect with Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce at drnsp.com. That's drnsp.com. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Stay tuned in and turned on to a sexual evolution here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. You are listening to The Conscious Living Show. To reach the doctors or their guest on the live show, feel free to call in to 1-866-613-1612 or send an email to Dr. Nancy at drnsp.com. Now, back to The Conscious Living Show. Welcome back. You're listening to The Conscious Living Sexuality Show on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Excellent. What are we talking about today? Well, we're talking about your experience in Hito. So, yeah. 
So what we've already covered so far is, is that you went to, to Jamaica and you were reawakened. Yes. And, and this fit in line with your, your beliefs that you had to shed some of the concepts that you were taught and develop your own concepts so that you weren't repressed or oppressed right. and that you could uh, be authentic. Yeah, it's like you shed your shit. <laughs> you know, you because so when I when I became an, an adult, um, certainly when I became a mom, and I'll, and I would be talking to my daughter, and I, suddenly I would hear I would say something without consciousness, and I would realize that that was what my mother had said to me. Oh, we all do that. We say, oh, I'm starting to sound like my dad. Well, my I, it, it was more of a, oh, my God, that was my mom talking, not me. Yeah. And so that those those moments really caught me to, to say, okay, is that is that really, is that a really positive thing? Like children should be seen and not heard. You know, I had heard that growing up. That was, that was the, the, the mantra. These, these concepts are, are difficult. And we have this show every week trying to teach these concepts, but I don't think there's anything better than to immerse and go into a full week right. of, of learning and experiencing the concepts. And along with this, you have to test your boundaries, and that's how you are kind of testing your new concepts. Mm-hmm. See, you know, shedding the old, uh, stripping off your clothes. It's kind of a metaphor for mm-hmm. for letting things go and doing something that might feel difficult. But in doing that it's really symbolic for re- reestablishing your values and 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 what's going to continue to guide you in life so you've created a, a pretty pretty good program and yeah, i know that it's very we, it's a very deliberate program when we, for we sure. do the show we do the radio shows i get i go wow how hard it is to to teach this so i'm going to try to get a little bit more specific when you go there you start off with Hito Life 101. Right. That's the first day. And, Bam. And is that, the, is that the class that you share the tea yes, uh, video? Yes, the consent and, video. Yeah. And, and how, what kind of an impact does that have? It's, it's still going. Um, people are still talking about asking for tea. So it, it, because it's, it's done so with it's a, it's a joyful, it's not a, it's not a lecture. It's cute. It's animated. It's entertaining, and yet it drives the point home very clearly about consent. And so people all week long are, are talking about, "Did you have any tea? Would you like some tea?" What's well, I think I think actually it does. It's an icebreaker because uh, a man or a woman could approach somebody right. else and say, "Hey, um, I'd like to have some tea. Are you interested in right. having some tea?" Right. I'm a tea, tea drinker. Are you? <laughs> And, yeah, and uh, it's kind of fun. And each of you would know what you're talking about. It's so right. hard to cross those boundaries, but you mm-hmm. learn how to cross them, and you learn how to say that other word, the N word. No. No. Yes. Right. And we practice that as well. That in that first class, we practice our yeses and nos with in partners. So it's a it's an interactive, and it, it sounds like oh that's so, so silly, but what happens? If viscerally, when people do that practice, is it 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 changes them? They have a direct relationship with their yeses and nos that they can then begin to unfold during the week. So when you hear a second no, you need to know that that means you're going to get punched never. next. Yeah. <laughs> so if else? you have to, if you have to, if you if you get a first no and you ask again, you you might get punched. <laughs> so I think as you strip away the rules. The first rule you 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 bring back in is the concept of boundaries and yes. 
and consent. Yes, and boundaries aren't something that somebody else gets to impose on you for you. Boundaries are only what you decide for yourself. And I think that's where relationships get a little confused because we do have some couples in the class and, and some couples that develop during the week. And and if, if I have one piece of advice for couples is to stop shooting on each other. Um, you know, people try to, def- and we have people that come that are in relationships and come with a set of rules that their partners put on them. You can do this, you can't do that, you can do this. You know, we're grown-ups. You don't get to do that We've to adults. I thought that was interesting that people who are in the lifestyle who are trying to to uh, go a little different way from the standard rules of communities uh, still create some pretty complex rules. It's no different. You're just creating other rules that you can break. Uh, one, one of the things I said to the class was when, when we first, uh, you know, started down this path and... We, you know, with our in our relationship and just making up rules for the relationship. And I said, and you know, every time we'd make a rule, I'd break it. <laughs> People thought that was pretty funny. That it wasn't you breaking the rules; it was me breaking the rules. But I, but I think you know, you can't, you can't. It's not. I don't have the right. You know, that's one thing I've learned is I don't have the right to put those boundaries out for another person. So, so in they this, can only do that. So in this class, you're mm-hmm. you're you're setting intentions. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. We said first, personal and, and first, group. And the first intention, of course, is to cover consent. Yes. And then you set intentions for the individual, mm-hmm. and you set intentions for the group. Right. And I set my own intention. You know, we are, I mean, we have we all share our our we verbalize our intention. I'm a believer that when you speak it it becomes true, or you write it, it becomes true. What so, were some of the intentions that people would say? That was what was really beautiful, is to see that people really came with, I need clarity on some things that I've been struggling with. Um, I, I feel insecure in my body, and I'm working on my body image. Uh, I need to let go of control. Um, you know, Who said that one? Me. <laughs> I did, and I think I did good. So, team, step in, tell me. <laughs> so, did Nancy really delegate responsibilities on this trip? Come on. People, what kind of grades you're going to give me? Give peeps? me some feedback. Uh, so, you said so. People set intentions that were that were really personal. difficult. Personal. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, and I think probably people were surprised at how many of those could be achieved. Well, and I think people were surprised that it wasn't, oh, I want to get laid. I want to, I want to, you know, get drunk. I want to do drugs. I want to, you know, see how many people I can screw and put a notch in my belt, you know, because people have this image of hedonism being hedonistic, which it is, but hedonism just means pleasure seeking. That's all it means. So, a lot of times people think that hedo is just one big massive orgy all the time and that's all people are there to do and ironically people when once people get there they realize that it is it is not that it is about your yourself and your own reawakening and coming into your authentic being with a lot of love well and and as those things depends start, on what group you go with though. as 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 those things start to come true then you do feel more sexually reawakened. Yes. I mean definitely. I think, I think you're looking for signs that that you're that you're on the right pathway and right. and feeling pleasure. I, I don't think you feel that you should repress repress pleasure. No. Never. So 
Mm-hmm. So having that be one of the concepts, it's it's natural for a sexual play to kind of infiltrate the the experience. I think. And it can be, you know, I think, and, and that's where people find out that it, it the sexual can be also sensual, you know, that it's more about being in that pleasurable, playful mode rather than just, you know, PV sex, pound, pound, pound sex. It's that a lot of times that the, that they are they are awakened body mind and spirit from a really sensual experience rather than just a sexual experience, so they start to just so they start to distinguish the difference between their sensual needs and their sexual needs, and how they can be intertwined. So is it better to go there as a couple or as an individual? What do you think? I think it depends on your state. It doesn't matter. I think you you know you all go we all go there as us, <laughs> whether you're in partnership or not. And I think for couples to go, it adds a little bit of a complex complexity um, because of the you have to have communication. You have to have good communication because there's a lot of challenges and potential landmines if you don't go with a healthy relationship. Do you, do you in this uh, group, do you cover the Oasis at all? Yes. Yeah, we talked about that. Is that in Hito Life 101 or is that further on down? Um, I think we talked about that in the sexual uh, awakening um, about uh, the thank you for sharing that with me. So all week long I was hearing people Use that, use that phrase, yeah. Well, and I think that people need to realize when you go to uh, the ELR seminar, it is a vacation. It is a place where you can feel carefree and, and, and just have a, a, a wonderful, laughing, fun experience. But you're also learning. Yeah. You're also working through uh, and recreating. And, uh, we balance, we balance that learning, out. You're learning yeah. consent and you're, and, uh, you're learning... Um, how to take care of yourself, mm-hmm. how to treat yourself, how and, to love yourself, and how to love yourself. Yeah. yeah. So, so there's a lot going on uh, during this vacation, and and you learned how to delegate. I did, and I had such a great time. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, that I I don't now now that I know what it's like to have a really solid team. I mean, my team's always been great. I've had always had great people, but this time it was like everybody the whole team really gelled and really stepped up and I had some key players that took a lot of the burden off of my shoulders and dealt with stuff. Well, I think they finally start to see, you know, you've worked with them, you've trained them, they start to see the value in what you're providing and they feel part of something that is important. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah, is. I mean, we see we see people change right before our eyes, so it's really quite phenomenal. Yeah. So so these seminars, so you yes. have Hito Life 101, mm-hmm. and then you have the, the, the sexual awakening uh, seminar. Right. And, and in that, you do cover the oasis, which I think is right. one of the key concepts that you've developed along the way. I really do. I think that ha- having an ability to speak and, and tell your partner or the person that you're with a friend, an acquaintance, how you feel without necessarily getting into a discussion about it yeah. or being told that you being don't, quizzed. <laughs> don't, don't feel that way. Right. Don't, don't do that to Nancy. Don't tell her how she feels. Oh. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, always a mistake. <laughs> uh, many years experience <laughs> and training. But, um, I think that these concepts are really important. So, um, you know, I I just love the fact that people are are learning along with uh, their 
their playful fun vacation. Yeah. And I think that that solidifies that that makes the fun feel like it's a little bit more purposeful fun. And I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that when we come back from the break. So we're going to take a little break. Um, remember that you can find all these podcasts on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. David and Carol have put together this network of shows that is phenomenal. Go check it out, the Sexy Lifestyle Network. And we'll be right back. Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce offers a private practice in clinical sexology, relationship coaching, and is a health, intimacy, and communications specialist. Dr. Nancy is the CEO of ELR. Empower, love, and reawaken. Dr. Nancy passionately designs and facilitates global seminars and retreats for women and those who adore them. She focuses on women's health, teaching them about their body, right to pleasure, positive body image, and loving acceptance. Connect with Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce at drnsp.com. That's drnsp.com. Have you checked out the Sexy Lifestyle Network? This is where people who want to know go. It's an online hub of knowledge, experience, products, and services that cater to this active lifestyle. We've got information and education about adults-only resorts, everything for your sexy lifestyle, and, of course, some great talk programs. Join the experts, guests, and unfiltered talk on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Visit thesexylifestyle.com for more information and to unlock the network. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Craving more from your sexy lifestyle? Search our businesses, services, blogs, articles, and videos. And keep in touch with us by subscribing to our newsletter. All on thesexylifestyle.com. You are listening to The Conscious Living Show. To reach the doctors or their guest on the live show, feel free to call in to 1-866-613-1612 or send an email to Dr. Nancy at drnsp.com. Now, back to The Conscious Living Show. Welcome back. You're listening to The Conscious Living Sexuality Show that's being um, aired on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. You can check out my page there. Uh, I'll put the link on Instagram as well as Facebook. So you're back from ELR mm-hmm. and um, you've uh, everybody who was there got to see you go, wow, and I've reawakened. Uh, and, uh, I don't know that everybody got to see that. <laughs> well, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you sharing your, you know, you, you went to Jamaica. You felt like you really learned something. You created this program. Yeah. And the program is changing people's perspective. Mm-hmm. And, and we've been going through the fact that this this event is kind of a learning seminar along with a playful vacation. Right. And um, the components to that have been your Hito Life 101, Mm -hmm. where people learn how to uh, recreate their rules, recreate their boundaries, recreate not having other people impose restrictions on them. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, if you're having that experience, you have to respect others. So you do the consent. And you like the tea. Consent Mm -hmm. is a little metaphor for Mm -hmm. consent. And you practice no. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes and no. Yes and no. Enthusiastic yes. 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 Mm -hmm. And then then you do the, the sexual awakening yes concept right there. and there in that one we talk a lot about things that have blocked our sex our sexual energy you know sex energy is a life force and 
And yet I, I run into people all the time in my practice who've had that life force kind of squelched or their their light their their light has been dimmed. And they want they want to reignite because we know we can all remember, maybe we can tap into a time in our lives where we felt just vibrantly alive and energetic and enthusiastic and creative and just that energy force. It's like a whirling dervish. So when you get that feeling, that's coming from your sex energy source. And so when you see that and feel that energy from someone, and just as we were feeling it from you just that minute ago, you're not only feeling sex energy, you're feeling just uh, happiness and excitement yeah. about life. Mm-hmm. Enthusiasm. Enthusiasm, yeah. excitement about life. Right. And, uh, and uh, along with that comes um, uh, the work of rewriting your story. So you yes. have this... Uh, Anatomy of Pleasure workshop, yes. but but more important than that, uh, I always think, okay, it's anatomy, but but it's yeah. really the anatomy of who you are and what you're about, and you rewrite your story. So tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about rewriting your story. We all have a story of us, so I call it the story of me. So when you meet somebody new or you go to a therapist or or somebody just says, well, tell me about yourself, you know, and maybe it's somebody that you really want to know you. You want them to understand you on a little deeper level. So it's that story that we tell. And it's also the story we tell ourselves all the time. Um, and part part of that story is, you know, I'm a victim or I'm, a, I'm victorious. Uh, I'm beautiful or I'm damaged. Those kind of words. So I tell, I ask people, you know, you, you, we all come here with a story. Uh, con, you know, re, sit down and write your story with a pencil and paper. No word. Don't worry about spelling, grammar. Nobody else is going to read it. Just write it. Just brain write, you know, and just let that story pour out. And what happens is people start to see a theme in their story about how they view themselves. And they'll they, they can find they can see it kind of key words that, that run through. And so I say, okay, write that story. And then when you're when you feel like you've completed your story, one, look back to see how old it is. How old were you when that when your that story occurred? Mm-hmm. And oftentimes it's a story that's very, very old. And so what they've missed out on is everything in between. They've skipped all those chapters. They just tell the story maybe of their childhood abuse or of a, a bad marriage or some kind of, usually it's some kind of trauma. So I say, okay, every time you tell that story, you're reliving that story and your body can't tell the difference whether it's really happening or not. Your brain says it's really happening because you're seeing that real go in your mind the whole time you're telling the story. So, so, the so you're story, re-traumatizing so yourself. So story that... that- that you are rewriting now is uh-huh. is a, a blueprint for you to finally experience pleasure in life and to have a, a much more positive outlook and um, to live life on your own terms. Right. So when they write that story, then they I say, okay, it's, it's ended. All right. Now write and, and then write what starts today. How do, how do you see your story? What do you want your story to look like? And so people start to write their fantasies and their hopes and their dreams and the, the changes that they're going to make. And they start to see this shift. And I say, now that's your new story. Never tell the other one again. Burn it. It's done. So if you 
if you've been listening to Nancy and you've been paying attention, you now understand why she calls this the Conscious Living Show. You're going to cry. Yep. <laughs> now you're going to make me cry. Yeah, because I, I think that that we we can go through life unconscious. We can we can yeah. wander. The days go by no matter what we're doing. Yeah. And, and I have to tell you, when you get a little bit older, the you have the wisdom of your path, but you also have the fear of your mortality. Mm-hmm. And and it's a big fear. Uh, and and how you you have to depend on a little bit of denial and and suppress, but. It's much better if you can look back on your life and say, I live my life consciously mm-hmm. and uh, I have had a good life. It's, it's been a great life. And it's it doesn't great. have to be a, it doesn't mean it's a perfect life, but it's, but it's on your terms and you're grasping the lessons. So this, these working vacations, you're, you know, mm-hmm. are, are, are very valuable. And, and I, I've been saying it, I sound like an infomercial here today, <laughs> but, I, but I firmly believe in these concepts of the oasis, the conscious living concepts, shedding the rules, um, recreating your life. Um, and, and as much as we can try to do that, on a radio show and and list the steps that you should go through. I don't think there's a substitute to taking one week of your life Mm. and seeing if that will create the changes. Now, nobody's guiding you through this. You have to go there and be be a willing soul to open yourself up. And well, it's I, a do, safe place. I do. I do guide some of it. Well, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's it's uh, but it's it's not like you can have a personal trainer. You're no. just kind of in, immersed into this culture, yeah. and you see what you get. And if you if you open your eyes and and work through it and spend the time, you'll come away with something that's very valuable. Mm-hmm. And not everybody comes away with the same thing. Mm-mm. And their rehabs after they get back are all a little <laughs> different. <laughs> And, and I think you'll feel like you can live life a little bit more on your own terms mm-hmm. and a little bit more, more enriched. Enriched uh, is I, a good word, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, we only have a few minutes left. Two. Uh, so next time we need to talk about the sensorium. Okay. Somehow, somehow we okay. have to fit in the sensorium. Uh, these, these radio shows are always a little bit too short. I know. And uh, I think, unfortunately, that is the climax of this whole trip is the sensorium and I use the word climax (laughs) it's important it's a it's a it's a definite game changer for people I mean when you when you see people come out of this they're just like ah what happened (laughs) it was just it's a phenomenon yeah so so the sensorium was a very successful evening for your group yes very and everybody participated uh, pretty much everybody yeah and you you have to come there as a willing soul and be vulnerable uh-huh. Surrender. <laughs> and, and develop some trust. Yes. And, uh, consent. You have to learn how to consent and yeah. practice your consent. Yes. So it's really a culmination of all that you've learned and experienced in this uh, group. And ironically, <sighs> it comes fairly early. Yes. In the, Tuesday in, night. And, the and then that, that creates the change or the shift. And then you rewrite your story. It's, yeah. it's a very good, it's a busy week. Well, and I, th- there's nothing that's accidental about how I put this week together. So which day we do things, how we do things, how many seminars, where we do the parties, all of that's very, I very love, conscious. I love how you say nothing was accidental. Nothing's accidental. Yeah. And, and that, is, that is why um, the, the name Conscious Living, Conscious Living Show, Conscious Living Yoga, dear, your concepts are going to make an impact on a lot of people in this world. 
that's my heart speaking. So we'll be back next week. I'm going to go cry. And uh, we'll stay here live on the, the social media side after the show. If you have any questions, we can answer them. And thank you all for tuning in and listening. Check out the Sexy Lifestyle Network. It's incredible. Every day you wake up, make sure you're either an example or a warning. Which yeah. one you? There you're an example. <laughs> thank you, honey. Thank you for joining us this week for The Conscious Living Show. Be sure to join Dr. Nancy, Dr. Mark, and their guests next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Have a healthy, sexy week in every way.